Welcome to the Improvising Life podcast, where we explore how life can be more livable. This is Lori Crawford, your host. It can be so easy for me to fixate on something that seems like it could be or it should be easily achievable. And so, you know, in my current parenting day to day experience, you know, Mercury, my baby, will. Yeah, she's telling me we'll have a stuffy nose often. And so when I can see her boogies and they seem like I could reach them, you know, there's this part of me that wants the satisfaction of like, oh, I retrieved the booger, right? Sure, the intention and part is that she would have relief and be able to breathe. (laughs) So she could sing for you right now. And also there's this this need, this feeling that I need to be um, comforted, right? Because it's uncomfortable to see something that in theory should be so easy to resolve and then I'm not able to resolve it, right? But for anyone who's ever tried to clear out a toddler nostril, they're both the smallest and deepest <laughs> space you could be trying to navigate, right? And so what I notice can happen is there'll be these moments where she's being so grandly vulnerable with me, like laughing, giggling, head thrown back, just having the most beautiful, joyful time. And so I can see her boogie, right? I can see it, and it's like technically accessible. And I can feel the way that my inner parent is like, you could, you could get that. And in fact, you should get that, right? You should be clearing your child's nose right now. And so there can be this urge to prioritize my comfort and my feeling of accomplishment and satisfaction of doing something, getting something done. Oh, she does not want to share space with her doggy brother. (laughs) But to prioritize that over just basking in and being in that moment of joy with her. And there have been times where I'm like, oh, I can just like sneak it out real fast. But there is no sneaking a booger out of someone's nose. Think about it. You're like literally like intruding that someone's face. And it, in that moment, I'm so grateful I've been able to realize that I was literally like not only trying to go up her nose without her like saying like, yeah, this is a time to do that to the extent that, you know, someone her age can do. And also just totally interrupting her joy right and in fact saying if if that was a repeated pattern i was doing as she eats on my oracle cards off the desk because she's half cat (laughs) but um if i would have continually like kept every time she's laughing and being vulnerable like that and and sharing her joy fixating on and trying to quote fix her boogers right that over time, how would that be experienced as, well, I'm no longer going to be vulnerable. I'm, not, I'm no longer going to express my joy or have room to feel this joy because there's always going to then be that apprehension that something's going to be shoved up my nose, right? <laughs> and so in as I suck up my morning boogies, but you know, we're human here, just about making life more livable. And so I had this moment last night where I heard her say, Mom, you know, and call my name. And I look, and she had carried her shoes over to the, bless you, bless you, um, to the back door. And was holding them and was telling me she wanted to go outside. And I was just such a, a sweet, precious, like, showing your independence moment. Um, and, you know, my first thought was, like, okay, it's, like, 7 
p.m. It's already is winter time. It's already dark outside. It's cold outside. It's raining, and I don't like cold, like all these things. And then again, projecting on my sense of of what's comfortable, which is not being outside in the cold, onto her as if that has to be her her relationship with with weather. But also knowing that she absolutely loves being outside when it's windy and breezy. Like she, uh, you know, she wants to be out there and feel the breeze and and having the ability to pause for a moment and be like, okay, this is where I would autopilot, you know, adulting on autopilot, Lori, and inner parent that hasn't been tended to Lori is saying, we can't go out for all these reasons, right? But taking that moment to pause, feel that that control wants to be yielded and offer a connection instead and say, well, you know what? She already is prepared. She's got her shoes. We intend- I intentionally put her one of her jackets by the back door for these very moments. So that way it makes you know, for my ADHD, like the actual taking the first step of, of being able to go out and do the things more accessible because it's by the door. And I've left a pair of my shoes and my jacket back there for that reason. So being able to say, oh, look, a lot of the, the mental effort or a lot of the, the process of getting started, I didn't have to carry that energy. She's already started that. She has her shoes there. So I get her ready with her shoes on and her jacket. I do that for the same. And then we go out and have this totally in the dark nature walk, right? And and we have three dogs, so part of me is like, just accept the reality that one of you is probably going to walk in dog poop. And yet also there's this really intuitive feeling of you actually have gone outside in the yard enough and you know the sort of routes of where there should technically be a clear pathway, right? And those were also the routes that then she has walked, you know, while I'm like supporting her, her arms, right? And so... She was just taking me on these laps back and forth along the routes that we've walked before. And I could feel myself easing into that moment and being less about my comfort and just noticing like, oh, I can be cold and my hands can be achy and I can also be all right. And I can be having this like wonderful time being in awe of how my soon to be, you know, 16 month old is like leading me out in the dark and that's not scary to her and it doesn't have to be scary and doesn't have to be uncomfortable that the weather is is weathering right i was reminded of of one of my dear friends kaya who's norwegian and and she um would remind me when we were living together um, in dc that you know there's this norwegian saying there's no bad weather just bad clothing and you know and i thought of her as we were getting our our layers on to go outside and have our little in the dark nature walk and it was such a wonderful wonderful feeling to be like oh past Lori and and those relationships is totally equipping me in this reparenting my inner parent journey right because I'm having this ability to pause to ask what's more important to me right now my sense of comfort and again I want to preface that this is not saying like if you were in pain don't listen to your body needs this isn't that conversation this is conversation of that um comfort is in not experiencing life not having these visceral embodied feelings um you know should be prioritized like avoiding the bodily sensation should be like the the shutting down of, of that right because that's something that i've done in the past but being able to to feel and acknowledge it and say yes i might feel cold and my hands might be sad for 10 minutes and at the same time, I'm going to feel so, so restored and just in awe of the moments it's happening because the ability to experience life anew through the eyes of my baby is just incredible. 
you know, and, and it's not even in a cliche sense. It truly is my greatest joy now is, is being guided by her and, and, you know, following her lead into when she's sharing she wants to do something and acknowledging that that's active work for me. I have those those inner reactions. I have those very immediate like <gasps> moments and being able to navigate that and choose differently feels incredible not just for me but this is that ancestral work. This is breaking those cycles. This is really saying so much more is possible than what has been accessible before. Now what do you want to do with that, mayor, right? And then being in this joyful place. Yeah, exactly. And so I wanted to share this out <laughs> as that thought of, or this like reminder, this prompt, this inquiry for, for us all of, can we notice when our inner parent's comfort is taking priority over, or maybe even really boxing out or shutting out, our inner child's joy, right? And how does our inner parent actually deserve to have that joy, that wonder, that expression, that whatever the thing is. And on that note, getting curious on, is there any room for that control to connection pivot? And how might, if you have literal, you know, children around in your life, can we practice passing that microphone, passing that leadership role? And really basking in the sort of the flow that can come from being willing to follow, even if that inner parent part of you might say, this isn't how it's supposed to go. Because it can really go any way that feels right for you. So I'm coming in with the unexpected, like, part two <laughs> for this episode. I... You know, I'm playing with my oracle cards with Mare, and I asked her to pick one for me. Um, and she wanted to give me some great high fives instead, so we did that. And so I started shuffling some cards, and, and one was sort of calling out to me. And so I, I grabbed it, and I haven't seen it before um, in this one deck. And it says on one side, I let go of all expectations. And the other side, I flow freely and lovingly with life. I love myself. I know that only good awaits me at every turn. And while I'll caveat the last part where it's like not to bypass self, sometimes good isn't everywhere. But on the front of the shell is a woman holding, uh, on the front of the shell, <laughs> on the front of the cards, a woman holding a shell. And on our nature walk in the yard the other day, I was just sitting with Mare and it was like kind of drizzling, rainy. And normally I'm like, oh, the rain, like I just don't like damp, cold weather. But we were out there and I just happened to look in the yard and, and I have this friend. Monica, hey Monica, and she was has always since childhood been great at finding four leaf clovers. Well, I just happened to look and I see it as a shell, like it's like a seashell, like a seashell snail shell combo type shell, right? And so, look and I'm like, what? That's so random to like see it in the yard because I've never seen one and doesn't really make sense, sort of like based on where we live to have that type of shell in our yard. And so I had picked it up and asked if I could bring it in the house and you know I didn't get any immediate like no feelings and I just wanted to show my husband what well, I get in the house and it's like literally not tucked in the pocket where I put it so it's like okay didn't want to go in the house it found its way out cool um but then picking that that card up after recording you know the the earlier part of this episode of really sharing out about how 
letting go of this expectation that my like I have to do all things for comfort instead of allowing joy, play, connection to be what was coming through, you know, like in that process of saying like, okay, I really it's like acknowledging that I had expectations. Like when weather's like this, we do this and I don't do that. Right. That idea of expectations when I was able to shift that and say, well, I'm first going to name these because these are the expectations that my inner parent is, is really wanting to operate based off of. And then actually say what feels like it's leading to the opportunities that I want to be experiencing, which is connection with my child and play and not feeling like, half of the year living in a very cold gloomy place for half the year like has to be so crippling because it is like I just my whole body sort of shuts down and so it was just like so wondrous for me to pull that card then I wanted to share that with you all and now I'm gonna read Goodnight Gorilla uh, to Mare because she picked up this book and this is one that she got from her Dolly Parton Imagination Library I think is what it's called yeah where she gets a free book every month and she likes this one, so I'll read a few seconds with you. Do, 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 Oh, she's grinning. Do, 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 do. Good night, Gorilla. Do, 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 Good night, Elephant. Do, 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 Good night, Hyena. Good night, Giraffe. Do, 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 do. And good night, listeners. As always, have a razzle-dazzle day. If that's not accessible, put an F on front and have a frazzle-dazzle day.